The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too you also must be prepared. For at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Who then is the faithful and prudent servant whom the master has put in charge of his household to distribute to them their food at their proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on his arrival finds doing so. Amen, I say to you, he will put him in charge of all his property. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master is long delayed, and begins to beat his fellow servants, and eat and drink with drunkards, the servant's master will come on an unexpected day, and at an unknown hour, and will punish him severely and assign him a place with the hypocrites, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. For all of you parents in here, you know, you can't give your kids everything they want. You can't shower them with, and spoil them. We know, because if, if we do that, what happens to them? They become spoiled little monsters, don't they? And that's what tends to happen, especially with people who are extraordinarily rich. I'm, I'm talking about your, your Elon Musk, your Jeff Bezos. Could you imagine being a kid of one of those families? They have the world at the fingertips. They're literally worth billions of dollars. And those parents, I would say, have to especially guard to keep their kids from becoming bloated and inflated with themselves because as we know it's so easy the great saint we remember today gives us an example how to counteract that it's saint louis of france so if you think of saint louis missouri the city is named after him or if you go to paris today there's a, one of the most beautiful churches in the entire world saint chapelle it's not too far from notre dame it was, it was used by, it was built under St. Louis to house the crown of thorns, the literal crown of thorns of our Lord. And he built, it's marvelous, the stained glass, it feels like you walk in there, it's like you're walking into a colorful dream. It's stunning. Saint-Chapelle. King Louis, you can imagine, he's born in the year 1214. And in this time period, France was a powerful kingdom. This is where Notre Dame now is under construction here. So, well, of course, no, we all know Notre Dame. And so the foundation stones are being built. It would take about another couple centuries. You know, we were a little slower back then when we built churches. And it would take centuries to build that magnificent structure. King Louis, imagine this now, as one of the most powerful men in the world. He could live a, li- a lavish lifestyle in his palace. But no. Instead, King Louis would go off to the Crusades to win back the land which was conquered by by Islam as they were marching through. And King Louis would march thousands of miles 
to win it back. King Louis would eventually die in what's now known as Tunisia, in the city of Carthage. It's called Tunis now. You go there today, it's nothing nice. It's just dust. And you can go to the spot where King Louis was buried. And when you go there, you think, wow, I'm so far away from France. What was King Louis doing here? Again, King Louis saw himself not as a powerful figure, but rather a servant. I want to read you an excerpt of a letter that he wrote to his son, and I'll end on, on this letter. So imagine here, as you read this letter, here he is, again, one of the most powerful men on earth, writing to his son, and as a rich parent, he knows, I need to guide my son because if I don't guide him, he'll become intoxicated with the wealth and the jewels of being the king of France. So notice now, and you'll see why we call Louis Saint Louis. So bear with me as I read. My dearest son, my first instruction is that you should love the Lord your God with all of your heart and all of your strength. Without this, there is no salvation. Keep yourself, my son, from everything that you know displeases God, that is to say, from every mortal sin. You should permit yourself to be tormented by every kind of martyrdom before you would even allow yourself to commit a mortal sin. If the Lord has permitted you to have some trial, bear it willingly and with gratitude, considering that it has happened for you, for your good, and that perhaps you will deserve it. If the Lord bestows upon you any kind of prosperity, thank him humbly, and see that you become no worse for it, either through vain pride or anything else, because you ought not to oppose God or offend him in the matter of his gifts. Be devout and obedient to your mother, the Church of Rome, and the Supreme Pontiff as your spiritual father. Work to remove all sin from your land, particularly blasphemies and heresies. In conclusion, dearest son, I give you every blessing that a loving father can give a son. May the three persons of the Holy Trinity and all the saints protect you from every evil. And may the Lord give you the grace to do his will so that he may be served and honored through you, that in the next life we may together come to see him, love him, and praise him unceasingly. Now do you see why we call him saint? 